Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Author's Alley, man. I got another amazing author for you guys tonight, man. But in order to find out who she is, you know, you're going to have to stick around. So stick around and we'll be right back. show for you guys tonight man first of all thank you so very much for tuning in with us and rocking out and vibing out with us man you guys could have been anywhere else but you guys are right here with us and we most definitely thank you for that we most definitely thank you for that so appreciate you appreciate you appreciate you appreciate you um oh man i am so excited for the guests we're about the guests we have here in the show tonight man uh we're gonna have a great conversation we're gonna talk about a lot of things y'all but before I before I even jump into that, man, I just want to continue to say thank everybody for just watching us and liking us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, also on our website, www.trailblazerradio.net. Um, thank you so very much for just being being diligent listeners and, and viewers of our of our of our content, man. It goes without saying, it goes without any explanation, man. We are so we're, we're so grateful for you guys for tuning in and watching us and vibing out with us, man. It goes without saying. It really goes without saying. But enough of that, man. I think I think I've spoken enough. So let's get let's get get right to this thing right here, man. So the so the author that I have tonight, man, uh really needs no introduction, man. Um, this young lady reached out to me via email, wanted to wanted to be a, um, a guest on the show, man. And um I am I am so I am very, very very excited to talk with her tonight, man. She's the author. She is the author of a, of two books, which we're going to talk about tonight, man. And we're also going to talk about writing journeys. You know how we, you know how we do it down here. We know, you know how we do it in the alley, man. We talk about all things literary. We we'll also talk about life stuff too. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any, any, any further ado, let me introduce to y'all. Y'all give a warm welcome for Miss Shantaria Jackson, y'all. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, yourself. 
I'm doing pretty good. I'm telling you, it's been a day. I'm doing good though. Can't complain. Look here, uh, complaining. Look here, complaining won't do any good because ain't nobody listening, right? I'm telling you, look, I'm gonna say I could complain, but what this gonna do? <laughs> ain't nobody listening. Nobody listening, <laughs> child. But yo, man, I'm, first and foremost, thank you so very much for um for reaching out to me um and asking them, reaching out to me asking for this interview, man. I, I'm I'm excited to talk with you tonight about a lot of things. So thanks, so thanks for reaching out. You're welcome. No problem. I'm glad that you have this platform and uh, no problem at all. So I'm really excited. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on this author's alley. I really appreciate it. Oh, you know, don't don't get don't get me the blood. Don't get me the blushing in here right now. Don't get me the blushing up in here. I promise you, don't do that. So, man, uh, before we jump into this thing, man, tell 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 everybody a little bit about who you are. So my name is Shantiria. I am a mother. I am a Christian. I am an author. I am the CEO. I am an aunt, a sister. Um, I am a God-fearing woman. Um, of course, we all know that I am definitely I'm happy. I work in the corporate world. I have, I'm telling you, titles to plenty hats. Man, there's, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of titles though. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, yes, definitely. <laughs> I think I think I think the two titles that I think the two titles that hold the most weight are Christian and Woman of God. Those are two titles that I think hold the most weight as far as I'm concerned. I'm telling you, definitely. And when I say being a Christian, being a woman of God, especially being a woman of God, that is one of the most Whew, outside of me being a mother because that's very important too but being a woman of God and being a Christian and the love I have for God and the way he blesses me and instruction instructs me and give me authority and just really has so much favor on me I'm really I, I cannot ever not talk about God or thank God or put that in the midst because he is my everything uh, I can't you know what with- we all we always say that we always say that here, man. We we first laugh. Most definitely, we can't do this without God because without Him, this this doesn't. We don't exist, and this doesn't exist. So, most definitely, you most definitely have a great point there. So, a little. So, let's talk about your. Let's talk a little bit about this writing journey of yours. When did this? When did this? This. When did this writing journey start? Did it start in high school? Did it start in elementary school? Or did it start later on in life? When did When did this writing journey start for you? So for me, this, my writing journey started probably about a year ago, actually. Um, It started later in life for me. I tell people that kind of all the time is that me being an author, this is not anything that I dreamed about. This is not since I was a kid. This is not anything that I've dreamed about since I was a kid. This is not actually one of the things that I actually saw for myself. This really was a God-given instruction to pretty much like I literally I tell people that all the time God gave me a vision and a dream to write a book and I kind of was like who an author me like I don't have millions of books at my home (laughs) I don't have a lot of books I don't read a lot of books um so when he told me to do that I'm like it was just so it was so out of the norm and out of the ordinary for me that it actually took me 
took me a few months to really get into, you know, what God had told me what to do and the, the vision and the authority that he kind of had given me. So, and I tell people that all the time, I'm like, y'all, I'm not going to say it was a hobby or anything like that. I'm just going to say, honest to God, truth, I had a vision and a dream and I went with it. Ah, it was all just, it's sometimes, it's sometimes it starts with a dream. Right. Yeah. So you said, but you said you started later, later on in life. Um, was that was it something that you had always wanted to do, or was it kind of something that you kind of did not want to do? I'm not gonna say I did not want to do it. I will say that you know when you kind of asked, did it start in elementary, middle, high school? That's why I'm kind of like, literally within the last year, um, within the last year or two, I would say year, year and a half actually. I would say that's kind of when I received the vision and the dream from God pretty much. And that's when I went with it. So I'll say not even a full two years, actually. Wow. That's not, not even not even a full two years. So basically you've been kind of, you've been at this, you've been at this for a while. But now the one the one question I always ask, especially with us as writers, usually we're usually we're we're readers first. And were you a reader before you became a writer? Yes, I mean, I have books that I like to read. But when I tell you, if you ask me what book have I read in the past six months, I'll be like, um, besides my own, I haven't really been reading too much. Um, Outside of, you know, writing and reading my own books, I, that's why I tell people all the time, like, um, and outside of reading maybe a friend book or someone I know that is an author or, you know, something like that, I I kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. And I tell people that all the time, <laughs> like, <laughs> because I don't, I don't have a million books, you know, um, I just kind of really, I'm, I'm going off a dream and going off a vision and just, you know, going forward with it. I hear you on that one. Cause I, I think, I, I know for me, you know, I, you know, kind of long story short, yeah, I mean, my, I started by, you know, I was a, I was an avid reader first and then became a writer. And then all of a sudden, you know, they did because I think for me they flip, they kind of flip fly. They, they, to me, they go hand in hand. Usually, that's the transition for that. To me, that's a transition for writers. Usually, readers become writers. But it, but also, you know, if you, but also if you're not a reader, that's not that's not that doesn't prevent you from becoming a writer because sometimes, like you mentioned, you know, you just started until you were much much older, and was you're much much older and much more progressed in life. You know, and then then some big guy just put this on you like, hey, write this, write write about this, and this is this is what I want you to write about, and here's the words that I want you to use. You know, so I like the I, I do like the fact that some that some of that sometimes you don't you, a read, reader you don't have to be a reader to become a writer. Sometimes you can just have a vision, or better yet, God can implant a bit and part a vision to you and say, hey, look, you do I want you to write this, and this is how I want you to write it, or this is how I want you to convey it to people. So I like the fact that, you know, you got your download from God first and then you decided to be, you wrote what you, what was downloaded to you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I, I tell people that too, though, like, it's just, it's amazing. And I, it, it really, me being so big on God, kind of like, and I tell people this too, is that 
when I started praying and asking God what my purpose is in life, you know, and started asking him to show me what I'm supposed to do and where I'm supposed to be and really started getting closer with God and growing. And um, it's like, you know, sometimes at during the hardest times of my life and the most depressed times of my life, which is kind of, you know, not to get to jump right into my book, but that kind of is, you know, one of the things that that's one of the visions God gave me during one of the darkest times of my life. You know what? I think in the darkest times of our life, I think that's where we were. I think that's where we, I think that's where we create the most profound things. So I'm not, so I'm not, so I'm, just, I'm most definitely not going to, most definitely not going to hold you to that because I think in our darkest moments, the, the most profound things are created. Um, and I think, and I think sometimes things like tragedies are used to for us to create those profound things and man i can <laughs> i can tell you now i mean because like you said you know we when you come across a dark moment or a dark patch or a rough patch of your life you kind of put it in perspective and then you write about it or then you talk you talk about it and you talk about it at length and it's and not only is it cathartic for you but it could be but it's also also brings about understanding and healing for somebody else and it's usually i think it's usually when we come when we get to those dark those darker moments or those darker paths in our life that the more that the most profound things come out of come come out of us because we've already been through that we've already been through that dark tunnel we've already came out on the other side that's how for us to write to that's how for us to tell other people about it about how we did it and apply whatever it is not necessarily apply what we've what we've learned to what they've done, but take you know take take little nuggets from it and then then kind of put it put it to what they're doing. So yeah, I mean, I I, I love the fact that you mentioned that because and actually to kind of to kind of jump right forward into that man to talk to talk about your first book. Um, let's. I don't think there's any good. I don't think there's any way that I could ease into this without being direct and stuff like that. Without being direct, so let's just let's just get it. Let's just get into that. Um, your first book. Where did that come? Where did that come from? I mean, okay. well, that wasn't where did it come from, but um, what happened leading up to the point, leading up to the point of you pitting this book. Where do I begin? So first, I'll just start with the title of the book, which is Shattered, A Mother's Journey Through Life After Losing a Child. So um, when I spoke about uh, darkest moments, I would say not just the darkest moment, but I will also say hard moments, depressed moments, um, just things I was going through. So with with my book, I will say is that it was my son's birthday that passed um, is in January. January 23rd, 2009 was when I gave birth to my son. Um, but I gave birth to him, but that is also his death date. And so for years on top of years, January has always, since 2009, has been one of the hardest and roughest years, excuse me, not years, but months for me. Um, around his birthday, when I say I, I shut down, I... I cry, I grieve, I miss my son. 
I go through so many different um, emotions and I shut people out. I, I be depressed sometimes. That's kind of how I used to cope and deal with it. And some days, you know, it'd be so hard that I don't want to get out of bed, especially around his birthday. And so I will say that around his birthday, I'll say January 2021, um, I was just really having, having it tough that year. Um, God gave me a vision to start a store that year pretty much and i did and then fast forward we'll get back to that but then fast forward the next year which was uh january of 2022 god kind of it was that year was like a hard year for me i kind of especially at the beginning i missed my son more and i remember crying myself to sleep around his birthday time and i remember while i was asleep you know, I, I had a dream and in the dream, I was an author, I wrote my book, shared my testimony, talked about my story. And it was just something that was so, you know, kind of I'm like me being an author guy, you know, I kind of even questioned God and it was weird to me. And I'm like, you know, me and author, I haven't read books and I don't, you know, just, you know, I, I, I did, I questioned God. But then, um, a few weeks later, um, I received an email from a woman and it was a three day map your book out challenge. And right. before I received that three day email, though, I would say I was at church and I remember the pastor was preaching about, you know, um, make room for what is for you and your gift will make room for you. And he was preaching about how, you know, sometimes how we be so hard and so you know, so worried about what we don't have and how we focus on so many of the wrong things. And it was actually this particular year, it was on my son's birthday, January 23rd, 2022. I'll never forget. And I'll never forget I was in church with an attitude. I was in there with my arms folded. I was grieving still. And I was just like, oh God, like I was purposely late on late for church that day. I was really missing my son. I was really going through the motions. And sometimes I did blame God and, and he knows it because I wrote it in my book. Um, but just really and during in church, I just, you know, I, I, I could hear God speaking to me and talking to me, you know, and he's just like, you know, you in church, you got attitude, you know, you mad at me. You I may have took one child, but I blessed you with two more, you know, or you and just really you and he just talked about your gifts and just talked about, you know, what God had instilled in you. And I'm like, OK, God, that's right. The the choir start um, singing, then the pastor start preaching. And when the pastor started preaching, he was talking to me. And I'm like, OK, God, whatever you tell me to do next, I'm going to do it. And when I tell you literally a few days later, I received an email from someone I had never met, did not know. And they were like a free three map your book out challenge. So I'm like, OK, God. And I signed up for the three day map your book out challenge. And um, from there, like it was it was so different because I'm like, OK, it's free. I'm glad it's free. But when I tell you the first the first class, it was like a series. First class was at 6 a.m. I'm like, 6 a.m. I kind of roll my eyes a little bit like, oh, God. <laughs> so we had, I'm, just I'm just stretching again. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm still, you know. So um, that kind of, you know, just the authority and God. I, I tell people that all the time. Like, I cannot take the credit because it's not anything that I foreseen, you know, for myself. Wow. Ooh. 
but you didn't you never saw you did that's like something you never saw coming i didn't i i when people you know i used to think i was gonna be when i was growing up i used to think i was gonna be a teacher or a lawyer or something like that or you know i never thought that you know a ceo or you know an author or you know, having my own brand, like all those different things that God has instilled in me, it, it's just, it 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 really kind of took me by surprise. And even with me writing Shattered, it, it took me by surprise, kind of like, um, because I had for so long, it was, I, I never really publicly spoke about my son other than his birthday. You know, sometimes I give him a shout out because I would go visit his grave once a year on his birthday. And uh, we'll, we'll sing happy birthday, take a cake, let balloons go, you know, just to celebrate him, um, even though he's not here. So when God kind of gave me the vision and the authority to write my book, I'm like, OK, God, I see you. And as I begin to write, you know, I'm like, OK, it, it brought back everything, every memory. It brought back the day of it brought back feelings I had felt. It brought back emotions. It brought back a suicide attempt that I had never told anybody about besides the person who, you know, who I had, who found me, which was, you know, my kid's dad. And it just, it brought back so many things. And I've been so embarrassed and ashamed to talk about a suicide attempt to where I just buried it for 13 years and never spoke on it. And God was like, you know, the pain that you buried, the things you went through, the heartache, the hurt, the suicide attempt, you know, all those things that you went through, but you made it. And God gave me, oh, he just gave me a real testimony. I can really say that I went through those things and there is a purpose for your pain and I'm healed and God definitely helped heal me. I'm still healing. I'm not going to even say I'm completely healed. I will say that I'm still healing. That's one of the chapters in my book. Um, Actually, chapter six, year 13. I'm still healing and I'm still grieving. And it's just, you know, it's it's just one of those things. But I thank God that he helped me to be able to finally be able to write about it and to talk about it and, you know, to be able to help others, not just women, men and, you know, um, grandparents and friends and family and, you know, so on and so forth. So I'm definitely thankful to God because I have been able to help people. And when I uh, made a status about my suicide attempt, I was so embarrassed and I really didn't really want to talk about it. But after I made the status, so many people hit me up and told me that they had tried to kill themselves and asked about my book and asked me, you know, how did I cope and how did I get through things? And, you know, even mothers now, people losing kids now. And I'm just like, I tell everybody, God, that's my secret. That's my answer. God. <laughs> it is. I mean, and when you, well, I think what I would, what I think people really don't understand, and, well, I won't say people, but I think some people don't understand is how life changing. That event that that event is and i mean a lot of people don't a lot of people who have and and i'm not saying and i'm saying this to, to our listeners and our viewers if you if you haven't lost anybody you've been this probably this this probably isn't for you but for the majority of people who have lost people who have lost relatives or friends or close friends or something like that this this is um this is this is for y'all this is for y'all 
don't think though, I don't think other people understand the the intensity or the seriousness of those emotions that we go that that those people go that we go through when we lose when we lose somebody. Whether whether it's a child, whether it's a, a parent, grandparent, uh, a relative or a close friend. They don't know how how those how intense those emotions are because I know if I can tell I, from my point of view for me uh but I lost my son to me every emotion was like on 10 you know anger was on 10 anxiety was on 10 sadness was on 10 depression was on 10 uh every emotion in the spectrum was on 10 and you're easily irritated, you're easily frustrated, you're easily knocked off your center. And it's a it's a struggle, it's a struggle, it's a struggle and a fight to get back to some semblance of being centered, being balanced, being in a place to where you can tell yourself, or when you wake you just wake up in the morning, you can say, I'm okay for now. At least for the next two hours, I'm okay. But for at least for the next day or so, I'm okay. Now, I can cope with today, but I have no idea what tomorrow's going to bring. So I have to prepare myself for tomorrow. And it's a crazy, it's a crazy. Uh, you can attest to this. It's a it's a it's a crazy ride. I will say that definitely because when you said every emotion, man, when I say I felt them all, when I say I was angry, when I say I was sick, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, when I say I was depressed, when I say I was mad at God, when I say I was mad at everybody, when I say I just could not understand, I question them, even, even to this day. Now I'm at 14 years later. I can say I cried a few weeks ago just thinking about him. I miss him. You know, I wish he was here. You know, you. Yep. And one thing I, I've learned, too, is that if everybody grieves differently. You know, I, I have friends and people in my life who have lost kids and they didn't grieve the same way I did. And that's OK, you know, because we all grieve differently. And I know for, for me, you know, my, that was my firstborn, um, my first child. I love kids. So I was really anticipating him and ready for him. I gained 50, 50 pounds, you <laughs> know, yes. Like, and it's like, I just was so ready and so eager and so happy. And being able to say that, who is hard to say that God had other plans. And he did. And he just he did and that's okay i'm i'm finally you know because i used to wonder like god why me why you take my child i know dead beat women i know dead beat men i know people who don't want kids i know people who mistreat kids you know and i could never understand why he chose to take my baby but this day and 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 now i'm able to say i know that there was a purpose for it and i just i'm able to continue going on knowing that yes I lost a child and yes it hurt I never say it don't it still hurt to this day you know but I can say that now writing my book I will say that one of the things is that it did help me feel a little lighter after I wrote and after I put all of that out there so much that I had been carrying and 
holding on to for so long, you know, I did feel a sense of, okay, all right, now you got that, you know, now you got that out and you can possibly, you know, help someone else or you can let people know it's not the end of the world and God was able to heal you and help you and bring you through. And now you should be able to do the same thing for somebody else, help them and heal them. And days I didn't want to get out the bed, days I didn't want to eat. I went days without eating. And when I thought I would never smile again, it, it was God who picked me up and carried me. I kept trying to throw the towel in. I tried to kill myself and God said, uh-uh, uh-uh. I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those days. I remember those days like it, like it's on like the back of my head. Like in those days are like those are all those were always the the most terrible, horrible, most horrific, unbearable, any other adjective that you can name that describes bad or or worse. Those are always those types of days. I'm telling you, I agree. That's I, in in my book, chapter two is titled The Worst Pain I've Ever Felt. And when I say losing my child, that actually was the name of my book before I, I changed it to Shattered. Losing Jaquez Life After Death was going to be the original title. And then I decided during the publishing phase to change it to Shattered because I felt like Shattered was more of a, when you think of a word, that's how I felt, Shattered. Yep, and then you, and while you sit there, you you try to figure out how am I going to put these pieces back together. This is a puzzle. I have no idea where to start. Right. And I think when I think one of the, the biggest points that you put out there is that everybody grieves differently. They do grieve differently. I think for me, the one pitfall that I came across. So I'm not sure if this is what pitfall that you came across, but it was a pitfall that I personally came across. Somebody, you know, I'm gonna say who they are. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who they are. But somebody told me by now, you should you shouldn't be grieving over your son's death. Huh? They would come come again. I know I should be grieving over my child. Like what? What? Hold on. And I'm looking at this person like, and I'm literally gonna be. I don't have any hair on top of my head, but I'm simply just like, like what did you just say? What? 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 I open like. like what, <laughs> what did they just say, man? And in my in my in the, the first thought, the thoughts in my mind were like, oh this. Notice, and I know I I know how I know how the enemy I know how the enemy reacts to certain things. Mm-hmm. And the enemy was like, "This fool just say what I thought they just said." You are, the first thing my enemy said, "You ought to slap the daylights out of them." No, I'm not going to put my hands on anybody, but I am going to ask a question like, "Huh? What did you just say?" By now, I should be I should should be grieving. Last I checked, there wasn't a time limit on that. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> looking at my watch, like, huh? Last I checked, there wasn't a time limit on that. God didn't say, 
you got this you got this love you got you have agree you have a this till this long to grieve and then you got to get back on the saddle get back on the saddle i ain't never hear god say nothing like that i mean if, I feel like this. If anybody out there in the audience and listen, if some if y'all heard something different, please throw that in the chat. Please. However, I know I ain't heard nothing like that to the contrary because mm -hmm. I ain't never heard that. Me either. <laughs> Me either. I've never heard. I've never heard that one either. So if anybody, if anybody's, you know, somewhere and they know somewhere is written, if you have a time limit, let us know, please, because I never knew it either. You know, because I, because I, because I actually would, because if you got, because if you got the formula, I would. would. You got, you can, you, you can, if you got, you decoded the matrix or Greek, I want to know. Okay, I do too because. It's crazy, and sometimes people will say that time heals all wounds, and I will say for me, I I don't believe that saying that time heals all wounds because some wounds cannot will not ever be completely healed to me, you know, and it, it may it, it, it may get a little lighter, you know, some days may not be as heavy as others, you know, and I can sit here and say that sometimes I might can go three months without you know crying and thinking about my son to to the point to where i get sad and depressed and then sometimes like you know i'll just be uh a, one of my other kids birthday may be coming up or like this year he would have been graduating um or promoting from eighth grade going into high school so things like that you know i think about those things and so i'm just like yeah um i'm not gonna tell you time heals all wounds uh, a young lady in my city uh, lost her baby a few weeks ago when a few people kind of had told her to reach out to me. And when she did, you know, I just told her, hey, I'm here if you ever want to pray, if you ever want to talk. I said, you know, and she just like, I she feel like the people around her tied over, you know, already. And I said, listen, sometimes people don't understand and they don't. But at the same time, you have, you, you need some help. You need somebody you can talk to. I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be over in three months. It's going to be over in six months because this year I'm in year 14 and I still cry sometimes. I still miss my son sometimes. And I do feel like, you know, sometimes people may not understand and people may not look at it. I had somebody tell me that, you know, people lose kids all the time. You can have another kid and, you know, so on and so forth. And like you said, I'm like, what the hell? Excuse me. But you know, I'm like, oh, no, you, no, you, oh no, you, it's, oh, you, you're open to say what you want. Oh, uh, okay, you? okay. So sorry, I mean, okay, yeah. So I'm like, huh? And 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 it's so crazy to to that point because I will tell you that's one of the titles in my book as well is that um, I planned a pregnancy, trying to trying to get past the grief because I thought having another baby would Replace. take away some of that pain and would help me. And when I say <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> oh, opposite, right? Yes. I'm telling yeah. you, it was, you know, and I wrote about that too. You know, I was so sad and so depressed. And my kid's dad, um, he was so, you know, we both was it was hard for us both. We both wanted kids, we both wanted a family. Um, and just, you know, that happening, you know, just kind of like, uh, we knew it was a possibility that he may not live, you know. Um, but we're like, I've always loved the Lord. I haven't always lived a hundred percent right, but I have always been big on God. I've always loved God. So I kind of was like, you know, thinking that, you know, things may, if I carried them to full term, things may turn around or we would have a turnaround. And 
that didn't happen and that's okay too you know but like, wow what's up wow it's just it's the simple thing that someone reached out to you that that experienced the same thing you know and you do it then you bring up a good point people do people people close people close friends family relatives they get they look at you they get tired they get they like well i'm I'm tired of you looking like that. I need you to get up off your ass and see you. Give me, give me a moment, okay? You, you act like you act like oh, it's, it's easy for me to get up from this, from this, uh, from this right, from this right hook. I this right hook I just took. Dude, I'm on the ground. I'm, I'm, I'm at it. I'm, I'm on the ground. I'm trying to get up. I'm trying, at least trying to get to a standing eight count. <laughs> you know, uh, like literally trying to at least get up out the bed. I don't think people understand the pain and the turmoil and then too sometimes we hide that pain sometimes i hit my pain so well to where you know sometimes i just got tired of talking about it i felt like you know people didn't understand so why keep talking about it and you know so it, it just was one of those things and i think i'm thankful for my sister neek my little brother Tess, that you know my best friend akeem because i did have some people who almost you know they they just was there, you know. Hey, we here for you. It don't matter. And even sometimes I felt like I was getting up on their nerves. And I'm like, will I ever heal, God? Because I I got tired of me too. Like, okay, you know, I'm crying. <laughs> you know, I'm like, girl, get up, girl, shut up. You know, but I just I I I really that's one of the hardest and one of the worst like pains ever. So i'm just thankful to god that i made it through and i can tell anybody you will and you can make it through you can and you will you know we lose people and we think we can't go on without them and we feel like we can't go on without them and it is hard when you lose somebody that you love it's hard it's it's very hard you know and some people like i said you have i, I know a person who oh person may pass today and they're okay tomorrow or oh i only give myself 72 hours you know to grieve or so on and so forth and i'm like you know in certain situations in life i can do that but when it comes to losing somebody i love and losing somebody i know i'll never see again in this life on this you know realm then you know it's it's different it's it's definitely different but sometimes i thank god because he is in a better place and this world so wicked and crazy that we live in you know he don't have to encounter the stuff that we have to encounter so you know i try to look at it in that aspect some days sometimes too but you know yeah i look you know look I, 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 I love i love the positive i love how you love how you the positive energy that you throw that you put out for that towards this because i mean a lot of people look at a lot of people are not going to be not going to be they're not going to look at it in the perspective that you look at it in or better in the perspective that we look at it in because of course, still hurt. We know we know it still hurts. I mean, it's, it's going to always that hurts. That that hurts always going to be present. But we, but just the simple fact of knowing that our love was in a far better place than we are currently. That's that's comfort. That's comfort. That's way. That's a lot of comfort. We then also for me just to know that I you know lose it lose it because. I know you lost your child while giving birth. You know, I lost my my, my oldest son um, through police violence. But at the same time, I'm, and I tell people this all the time, you know, this is one thing I tell people all the time. You know, if you if you lost if you lost if you if you if you've ever lost anybody that you love or you care about, do you understand what loss and grief is? So you 
But people seem to make it seem like they they're immune to that. Like you're not immune to it. just if you lose somebody, you're not immune to it because you lost somebody. If it, I say, and I tell folks this all the time because people think that it's it's just something that, like look. If you look, if you've ever lost anybody that you love, that you love and you care about, whether it's a family, a relative, or a close friend, then you understand. Then you understand what this means. You understand how this feels. You're not you're not immune to it. So if you so if you so if you've experienced that, why not just why not why not why not live why not come forward why not come forward and help somebody who's going through it currently? I mean, I know people who lost who lost like kids and, and close friends and. The one thing that I always tell them, look, if you need it, if you need me, I'm here. I got I got two shoulders. Let you tell me which one you want to cry on. I got, <laughs> I got two ears. I'm, I'm gonna listen. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna listen. And if I have anything to say, I'll say it. I'll say it. Uh, but I'm gonna make sure that I say it in love. I took berate you or bring or pull you down or make you feel like you you're insignificant or you're a failure but i'm gonna talk to you in love like that i got two shoulders you pick which one you want to cry on left or right you know right the people when people say well why why would you why you want to do that well, they want because i would want somebody out because i would want somebody to do that for me right hell somebody hell somebody has done it for me right total total strangers People, people, I didn't hear. This is this is a true story. But I was in Virginia when uh, going for the few days, that, for the couple of days, for the days that for the days that I was there, was there for like a week. But the day of his wake and the day we the day we buried the day we buried him were the two hardest days because both was one because the day the day of his wake was fell on my birthday, which was July twelfth. Then we buried him July thirteenth. Over the labor, the hardest days for me ever. Funny thing, the one thing, one thing that I realized that you know, I really because I was in Virginia. I mean, it had been a long time since I've had been to Virginia. And I didn't know how I was going to be received there or anything of that nature. So I had no idea of anything. But it's a, it's just people that I, I want just people that knew people that kind of knew that knew me back from back then. You know, saw the person that I was. They walked. They walked up to me. They comforted me. You know, my um, my ex mother in law, my ex brother in law. They they came and showed support and stuff like that. They comforted me, and it was it was it was it, the funny thing about that is is that that beautiful moment was born out of a tragic moment. Mm. The fact that I knew that I had people that were that were there for me. Exclusively, with the whole bit, the whole bit, a lot to me, and it made it made those two days. They're still hard. They're still hard to bear, but it made those two days easier to deal with. Like, and uh, you know, the one thing I I, I tell them, I'm forever grateful for y'all. I, I, I despite. What me and you know your your sister or your brother your your, your daughter we went through I'm forever grateful for y'all because y'all did such because y'all y'all did y'all did y'all did this brother a solid. 
I had no, I had no idea how I was gonna get through any one of those two days. I had no earthly idea. And to tell, to be, to be honest with you, and I just, this is something I want to ask you because this is the feeling that I had when during my son's whole Kawaza's whole Lord ceremony. It just seemed like did you ever feel like your whole, you like your whole body or your whole, your whole body was on autopilot? Like yes, like you just you there, but you're not there. Completely detached. I'm talking about like, oh yeah, I definitely can relate, and I definitely can say that I have felt that. And let me also say before I finish, I'm sorry for your loss. I am so sorry because me being someone who's lost a child, and I know you know it's hard for you too, and on your birthday and. Yeah. I am so sorry. And, and like you said, God knows what we need and when we need it and who okay. to send when we need him to send them. Amen. So definitely I'm I'm thankful, you know, that he sent you, you know, your ex-in-laws and your family and people to, you know, kind of comfort you. And, you know, they always say it sucks because our people, we can, you know, in the black community, sometimes you don't see your family sometimes until it's a funeral. You know, that's when everybody, you see people you haven't seen in five, ten years, you know, uh, people you may have not seen longer, three years or shorter, a month, six months, you know. But when somebody passed and it's crazy, like you said, a tragedy. And that's how it was for my son. You know, when my son passed, it just was it. It brought, you know, it kind of brought everybody in, you know, even to be there for me and for my ex-husband and you know, our family and, you know, just, we needed that. I needed yeah. that. You know, even when, like, DC Young Fly, when he said that, you know, these people thinking that I ain't lost my mind because you ain't seen me lose my mind. How you know I ain't lost my mind? How do you know that? People yeah. don't get to see, you know, you, you see me smiling. You may see me drop a tear here or there. And people tell me that all the time. You so strong. I don't see how you do it. I don't see how you would have made it. I know I would have lost my mind. And I'm just like, just because you haven't seen me lose it, oh, it don't mean I ain't lost it, baby. God, hey, that man up there, he knows. God knows, you know. So I definitely, I can you know, losing somebody close to you, it, you know, and in this, but we just, we have to keep pressing forward. We have to keep going forward, you know, even on them hard days, even on them days when it's, when it's hard to get out the bed, when we don't want to get out the bed. I had a, you know, day this year, you know, sometimes I did, you know, we just, sometimes we don't, we miss them so much. And it's like, Oh God, you know, but God is like, I'm going I'm to continue to carry you. I'm going to continue to help you get through it. And on them days when you feel like you can't, I have, you know, people that reach out to me and they may need me or may be going through something. Okay, let me clear the tears up and, all right, let me be there for you and hug you or we might have to cry together, you know, or we might have to comfort, you know, each other, so. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. It'll be, it'll be, I know for me, that I know there's days where I look up in here, look at that ceiling fan, like, damn. I want to get up out of this bed or do I just want to lay in this lay in this lay in this piece? Right. <laughs> now, I'm gonna get up. Oh, then I tell myself, no, I'm getting up. I'm getting up because when I think about what I've endured, what I've been through with losing him, but also the other things that my other experiences are like, uh, nah. There's a there's somebody that there's somebody that's that's going through the same thing that I went through that that needs to hear what I have to say. 
If somebody that's going through something, they need to hear what we have to, what you have to say. And, and like you said earlier, you know, so such a profile thing for BCL five. I mean, you but you hit the nail on the head perfectly. Just because, just because are you AC you lose my mind don't mean I have it. Just because you see, just because you see me smiling, don't don't mean I ain't sad. Don't mean I'm not wanting to break down. Just because I'm being friendly right now, don't mean I want to be. Don't don't mean I don't want to. Don't mean I want to. Don't mean I don't want to be isolated or be somewhere where I don't want to be bothered with nobody. So just because I got this smile on my face, we look beyond the smile because smile because smile hides so much, so much, so many other things because. I'm smiling, but honestly, honestly, I don't want to be, I don't want to be here. Right. It's like I want to be in my bed. <laughs> right. And it's like you see me smiling on the outside, but I'm dying on the inside. Like when I tell you my best friend and my little sister, the, I'm talking about the closest people to me in my life. I had never even told them about you know, one of my hardest moments or about the, my suicide attempt or, you know, some of those moments is because it's like, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't want to talk about how bad you're really doing or how depressed you really are or how sad you really are, what you're really going through, you know, and that's why I'm like, y'all, I can tell people, that's why when people ask me about being an author, I'm like, y'all, this is nothing that I ever foreseen for myself, but God is, you know, he really is a way maker. He really gave me the vision i had um one of my co-workers at my job and this was probably last month in june we did a, a kind of like a, um a promotion and one of the ladies at my job she came in and she said i'm so glad you wrote your book i lost the child she said and you know it's good that a sister wrote the book and we don't have many sisters you know that experience you know th that excuse me not that experience she said we don't have many sisters that write about their experience to where we're able to read about how you know they got through or made it through and i was like well you know See? i i went ahead and you know and i told i said well thank you you're the first person that ever made me look at it in that light because i never looked at it in that light honestly because i will say i've never seeked professional help i've never really seeked counseling i've never really looked for books to help me i kind of just have always prayed i've always went to church i uh, thank god for my support system that i have had and when i didn't feel like i had the support system sometimes i may write or sometimes majority i would pray or i would cry or i would grieve to myself so you know and i even wrote about that too you know sometimes when you feel like you have nobody and you don't feel like nobody listen talk about it talk to yourself exactly. write about it you know you 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 know, I think Lil Wayne said it. Talking to myself because I am my own consultant. Sometimes you have to be your own consultant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about for real. Help it. yourself get through there. You know, so don't it. you know? Don't feel bad about how you have to get through what you have to get through because getting through it is one of the most important things, and that's why I tell people that too. Though you know, it's a purpose for it. We just don't understand it, and we don't know and you know, sometimes, I'm like I said, I blame God. It's ain't fair. Why me? I went through all of that. But today I would say, you know, sometimes I might still have my questions. I feel like when I get to the gates, you know, God, I know why, you know, but can you tell me why? But exactly. time, you know, I, I know why you did this, but can you, can you at least let a sister know why? 
I mean, you know, right? You know, we cool and everything, you know, and, you know, you know, I know, I know we hobies and all, but come on, right? <laughs> I mean, just tell just I mean, uh, at least drop a head or two, but hey, you know, so I think they, things happen the way they're supposed to happen, and those events happen for reasons for reasons we have no idea they, they're supposed to happen, but you know, we. At the end of the day, we, we come we come out smelling like roses. Yeah, we do. You know, we 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 don't smell like the smoke. We don't smell like the smoke that the fire produced. Right. What they say? Thank God, I don't look like what I've been through. Exactly. <laughs> that right there. That yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. So, so we so you got so let's talk about this new book that you got that's that's about to be dropping soon. What? Mask off. What is that, that? First of all, that that title is very intriguing. So, and what? Without spoiling, without spoiling it, what's what's that? What's that about? Mask off. Wow, this is actually the first time you're the first person that's asking me live and direct. So this is like this actually is good. Um, mask off is about family trauma. Um, it's about me giving my testimony about something that I went through as a child that I never spoke about, that another thing that God has delivered me and helped me come out about and, and just really tell my story. And, you know, it's one of those things, I'm not going to go too far, but you know, in the community, we talk about what goes on in this house, stays in this house, and we're not allowed to express, you know, certain things and um yeah. with mask off that's kind of you know uh my suicide attempt was something i was embarrassed about something i wanted to take to my grave and mask off what i wrote that book about was something that i thought i was gonna take to my grave and never talk about and god said uh -uh. he when i say he will put you in a place because after i wrote my first book shattered and i started to ask god what was next for me um a person from the past and I'm hit me up and I'm like, no way, God, it, I, anything but that, you know, not you don't want me to talk about anything, that. Anything but that. And he said, yes, ma'am. So this mask off is definitely yes. It's about it's another book about healing, about my testimony, something else. I made it through Um, something else I've, I've conquered and overcame and want to get that out there. So I'll be back on the show to talk about mask oh, off. Yeah. Too. And yes, I'm definitely coming back. So, but uh, I'll talk more about it once I um get that out there too. But it's actually it's out and available too. Um, just like my shattered book, I have it here with me. Shattered a mother's journey through life after losing a child. Um, it's available on Amazon. Um, mask off is actually available on Amazon. Um, also on www.shantiriajackson.com. Um, also on my link tree. So. I have a, a few different ways that I have my books. They're out there. If you know anybody want to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, Shantaria Jackson. So I do. I, I know we're getting close to the end. She everywhere. Definitely want to put that out there real quick. So and, and tell you thank you, thank you so much. She 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 put out a whole bunch of the she on she everywhere y'all. I am. And if you're ever in Chattanooga, Tennessee, y'all, I have a women's boutique, a women's clothing boutique, which I'm actually sitting in right now. Uh, Shantiria's one-stop shop. That was another dream and vision that God gave me um, 
around my son's death date. So I'm telling you, like I wrote about that. It's in my book too. I found, I'm a homeowner. I found my house on my son's 11th birthday, January 23rd, 2020 is Look when I man, found man. my house. Yes. On my son's birthday. And so from there, his 11th birthday, I found my house. His 12th birthday is when God gave me the vision to start my store. And I started it a few, uh, months later. And then 13th birthday is when uh got the dream and a vision to write my book. So about Shattered, yeah. me being Shattered. So definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you are. You are so welcome. You know what? And I most definitely want to have you come, want to have you come back for, for Mass Talk. So we most definitely want to talk, most definitely want to chat with you about that one. Because, uh, I think that I think that's something that we yeah we the Vikings will talk about that stuff man because we feel like that's supposed to be the an aid that something that somebody's supposed to pick to their grave that's not the case man. It's I'm telling you definitely I uh, watched a podcast with I think her name was Miss Vet I watched you know some of that and saw her story too you know about you know trauma and things you know we all go through and. You know, have to make it through, and so definitely, I I can't wait to come back and uh, talk about that too. I have so enjoyed today. So thank oh, you so man. much for having me on the author's alley. I so appreciate it. You um, thank you so much. You know, I I just want to say thank you, and again, oh. um, don't I told you don't give me blushing in here. <laughs> don't give me to do that. But before before I, before I let you go, man, before I let you go, I. I, just, I really want to just throw it. I really want to ask you this one question. And it's something that I ask every guest that comes on here, whether it's to the Alpha's Alley or whether it's on trail, the uh, Trailblazers with me. Um, we look at life, what, what I, the way I look at life now is I look at it as a, as a marathon. And I look at a marathon as in, in, in three stages. Your first stage is like you're coming to when the starter's gun goes off, you're, you're starting and you're going. You know, you're getting, you're getting your pace. The second stage is where you have your pace and you're going at that at that steady pace and you're going you you're going strong and you're and you're continually moving at that pace there's no slowdown there's no anything and then the last stage of that marathon is the finish the finish line is at hand you see it right there you know it's coming you know you're gonna you know you're gonna come across that line but you're still but you're not slowing down and you're still moving at the same pace that you started when you look at your life in the totality of it, from from what you've from, from what you've experienced in 2009 to now 2023, where do you what what at what stage of this marathon you what stage of this marathon do you feel you're in? Are you in the beginning? Or are you in the middle? Or are you towards the end? I would say I'm definitely at the. Um... At the beginning, I will say, um, or I'll say a little bit past the beginning, um, pretty much writing my book. I feel like that was kind of the opening my store, writing my book. I feel like that was kind of the beginning and the start of it. And I feel like now being able to get out there and being able to, you know, heal and help. And, you know, I feel like I'm really just getting started. So I feel like I'm kind of beginning. I don't feel like I'm nowhere near stopping oh there you go i love that i love that because a lot of because because i think when i asked that question the last person i asked that question they kind of scratched their head for a little like what do you mean toward the end of like i said but i told but i told them how to look at it look at it the totality of your life and look at it what you've accomplished don't look at it don't look at it as your life from beginning to end look at it as the things that you've done 
and then then kind of then comment on that. A lot of people who um, who ask who who answer that question, they usually say towards the middle, um, in the middle. But you said you're you're right at the beginning, and I and I like the way that you said. I like how you put that because a lot because of cause a lot of because I say this to a lot of people. Some you have it means that you have beginnings. One thing ends, so another thing can begin. And people are like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, what what part of what aspect of your life ended, so another aspect of your life can begin? Think about it. Think about it. And I, and I told I told this one, but think about it as you change, as you as you change towards as you get as you get older, towards as you get older, your older years and stuff like that. You know, your perspectives change. Certain perspectives that you had when you were younger, those perspectives ended. Now you picked up this one, that begins. They're like, oh, I didn't get, I, they say, I didn't know you look at it like that. Yeah, you can. It's about, and I tell people it's about perspective, how you see things, how you view things, how you look at things, how you observe. And I, and I love how you said you're in the beginning because you got, now you have your shop, and now you're, and then you're now on top of that, you're writing. And, that, and that's kind of like, those are those are two but those are two beginnings that lead that lead that will lead to a whole bunch of other things if they had if you if those things haven't already approached you already they will i i i just know like i said i i'd be thinking about that i'm like god where is this gonna lead to and i know it's gonna lead me somewhere because sometimes that's one thing i love about god is he showed me the beginning and I know, I know where it's going to end. He, I know that I'm going to be, you know, successful in life. I know that I'm going to, you know, be on BT. I know I'm going to be, you know, global. You know, I, I just know that I'm going to be so much bigger and so much, not even just bigger, but I, I know that this is only the beginning. I would say that definitely will see me again. Definitely will see me on the big screens. Definitely will might see me in your city at a book conference might see me speaking you might just i just know that you're definitely gonna see me again you gonna look look at look out for Shantia jackson in a city near you okay i like that <laughs> thank you i said, look, it, first. Thank I said you. it first i said it first yes you did yes you did the one thing i, I really just wanted i really wanted to say this to you like you know uh, God has really been preparing the, this way, this this path for you for a, for a while now. This is, you know, even though you tell you, even though you 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 kick it, you buck it, you scream against it, like I don't want to do this. This is hard, but this path has already been prepared for you for quite some time. And that and this, and you really walk, you're really walking the path that you're supposed to be walking, that you're supposed to be traveling on, you know. And I and I and I know the same with me, even though you. You kicked and screamed, and you said, "You said I don't want to do this. This is too hard. It's too difficult." But you, but you stayed the course. You stayed the course. You 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 remain. You remain steadfast. You remain faithful. You remain. You you were, you stayed. You stayed. You stayed in Him. And you and you're gonna. God's gonna reward you for that. You're, you're, Thank you're, you. Your reward's coming real soon. Thank you. Thank you. you. I definitely appreciate that. Oh, I don't so, have my phone today. I'm sorry. Oh, you all right? You welcome. No problem. But like I said, I know that you know. I, I strongly believe that your story, compared with that, wasn't compared combined with so many other parents, other other stories, parents, grandparents' stories. These type of stories are, that need to be heard. You know, they're you know, 
so many times for us as so many times for us as black people, we tend to bury what we feel, bury what we go through, if we don't tell nobody. So this is a great opportunity for people to learn and see what's going on and how you and how how what it what it means to prosper, what it means to overcome, what it means to get to I'm getting better. So thank you for that. You're welcome and thank you for yours as well. And and like I said, you know, we as people we think that that by not speaking on things that we're doing the right thing and we're healing and that's not always the case sometimes sometimes you you heal when you talk and when you're able to let those feelings out you know so that's just something i would say and i will also say if you ever need to reach out to somebody if you ever need to talk to somebody you can talk to me i done been through it i've made it through it i don't know everything you might know something i don't and we might can help heal each other so Thank you. And I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm very thankful. That's it. That's it, man. So, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and the girls, friends and countrymen, look, I want to look here. I want to introduce to y'all this young lady right here, um, prolific author. Uh, she's got a great story for you. She has a wonderful story that I think that every parent should listen to or pick up at least, or to the very least, pick up, pick up and read. Um, want to read? Want to introduce you guys to Miss Shantaria Jackson? She's a she's a prolific author. She's also a businesswoman and an all around all around cool person. So check her out on the social media platforms or Facebook or Instagram. Check her out at Shantaria Jackson. Her books are also available on her website, and I put I did put that in the chat. www.shantariajackson.com. Go check those books out, man. Um, look, first and foremost. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being so um, so kind to uh, to spend a few spend a few moments with me tonight um, and talk about talk about your first book and we're about talk about your first book and talk about your story. Um, I know for me personally, I'm I am I have definitely I am definitely encouraged um, to I'm definitely encouraged to, to keep to keep to keep doing what I'm doing as far as. You know, advocate advocating for people, advocating for you know mental health and, and us as us as black people, but also telling also being more transparent and telling my own person, telling my own story. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. No problem. And as you should, it's nothing wrong with you know getting your own story out there, getting your voice out there when you're ready. Time, you know, you know, you're ready. You know when it's time. So I just want to say thank you as well. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I definitely appreciate being on the author's alley. Thank you for great hospitality. I really do appreciate it. Definitely. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And thank you all for your time. Thanks all the viewers for watching. Oh, you're welcome, dear. So, like from this point forward, to so, be casa, all right, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you're ready to talk about, mask off. You let me know, and we and we and we, and we will we'll get we'll get it crack. We'll get it cracking. I promise you, we'll get it cracking. Uh, All right. I am soon, definitely soon. I let I, I always let people the authors know that I interview. I'm I am I'm easily reachable. And if you if you got a book you got a book release you want to talk about, hey, let's let's do it. Let's let's do this. Let's do let's do this. I'm, I'm appreciative of you. Thank you so much, Santeria. You know, I 
like I said, for me, this this particular this particular talk gives me gives me hope now. Hope that a lot of more a lot a lot more people will come forward and talk about their experiences with loss with loss, whether it's a child or anybody or any other any other individual that they care about. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. You are welcome. You have a wonderful night and you have an awesome weekend. Thanks. You do the same. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that my my sister, my new sister, and my new my, my new literary sister, Miss Shantaria Jackson in the building, y'all, man. Look, check her out on her social media platforms. Also check out her book. Check out her book. Well, both of them, which is both available right now. But look, I need I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to go go to her website, man, and, and just and flood and flood and flood that place, man, with orders and stuff like that, man. It just and just hit her up with these orders, man. But also in the same instance, I want you guys to do another another solid for me, please and thank you. As you as you pick as you pick up the book and as you read it and you you gain insight from it and you you gain hope and you gain knowledge from it. I need you guys to do me a favor. I need you guys to leave whatever when you finish with the book, please leave a review for her. The reason I say that is because reviews help us as writers, it helps us as authors, it helps us to understand what you like, what you like about what we write and what you don't like about what we write. Reviews, negative or positive, help us as writers, helps us to become better writers, helps us to become more proficient writers. It helps us to, it also helps us to help you because it allows us to put out even better, even better and greater content or better book, greater books, greater books with more, with more content for you guys. So do so please don't, don't just buy the book and read it and don't, and, Please don't, don't buy the book and not read it. Or don't buy the book and read it and then don't leave a review. Read the book, leave a review. I, I guarantee you that reviews go a long way with us as writers, man. I promise you that. So that's going to end this particular uh, episode of Office Alley, man. Again, thank you, Terry Jackson, for being here with us tonight, man. Look, if you if you ain't following, if you're not following Trailblazer Radio yet, I'm going to need you to do that. I need you to follow us on all our social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We got a you. We got a YouTube channel that we're on the on the road to 100 subscribers. Um, we got a website that you guys can go check out. Look, if you ain't following us, do me a solid and do that, man. We're we're on a whole bunch of audio streaming platforms, man. We're on well, iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon Music. We're on we're on Stitcher Radio. We're on um, Pocket FM. We're on. Oh my God! I can, there's a whole bunch of them that I can name, but they'll just to name a few. We're on Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on, uh, on Spotify. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts. So, if, so if you can't, so if you can't catch us, catch the audio versions. Look, we got. We're on a whole bunch of audio streaming platforms, so you don't got an excuse. Um, also, follow us on our Facebook page, man. Like I said, if you ain't following us, do do me a solid and do and do and please do because we because. Myself, Quentin Jones, Coco Pinto, LePay Harris, good man. We're we're putting out content for you guys, to amazing content for you guys. Uh, and look, I can brag, I can brag it most all day on, on my team, but I won't. I mean, I, I won't. I let I let their content speak for that. Uh, make sure you guys tune in the girl chat with to, uh, to critical conversations tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, my sister LSG will be coming up. She um, don't know what she's talking. Well, don't know what she's going to be talking about, but. I know it's gonna be a banger. Um, 
as you already know, Quinn Jones and uh, Coco Fitzgerald on my life has destiny podcast. They've been going, they've been doing a virtual revival all this month. And if you guys have been, if you guys haven't seen those episodes, please go back to the YouTube channel and go check those out because you've been missing some great, great words and great content, but also just awesome. Awesome, awesome people of God bringing about powerful word, powerful and life changing words. So make sure you t- make sure you check those out. Um, this tomorrow, so actually tomorrow evening, tomorrow evening around six, uh, Coco Fifth is going to be having a going to have a virtual conference on Zoom. If you, there's a there's a flyer there circulating around on social on, on Facebook and Instagram. It is a um, make sure if you make sure you register. You if you register, you will be given the Zoom link to the conference. There's going to be some powerful speakers there. Um, you don't want to miss that, man. Also, just want to let you guys know next week, as far as what I got going on, um, I got a check-in episode that you guys are going to want to check out. And I also, Friday, I got a treat for y'all, man. My brother, Richard Kelly, is going to be in the building, and we're going to be talking about his book, man. But, yeah, it's going to be a great, it's going to be, next week's going to be a great week, y'all. But look, I gotta get out of here. I got we gotta get out of here, man. We love y'all in life, but ain't nothing y'all can do about it, man. Look, as I always like to say when I end these episodes, man, the number one is a crazy number one, number one, please love on each other. Number two, take care of each other. Number three, as I always like to say, it's a crazy ass world out here. So above all those things, man, do me, do me this one solid thing. Y'all take y'all please, please take care of each other, man. Because it's a crazy ass world out here, and you never know what's gonna happen. So with that being said, man, y'all have a great night. Y'all have an even even better weekend. And we will see y'all again. We'll see y'all again next time in the office, Alan. Peace.